0: Welcome to what I thought was going to be a review recap episode of Broadway Radio. My name is Matt Timonini. On Thursday night at the James Earl Jones Theater, the sign in Sidney Brewstein's window officially opened on Broadway and marked the end of the 2022-2023 Broadway season. However, because the show literally just closed off-Broadway at the Brooklyn Academy of Music, apparently no publications are putting out new reviews, which is a little surprising, I suppose, Of course, in this situation, it is also important to remember that the show only began previews two days ago on Tuesday, so it is obviously very unlikely that any critics got in to see it before opening night. I do know that the show is going to celebrate opening night on May 4th, which is next Thursday, so I don't know if we are going to get new reviews for the Broadway production then or not, but I hadn't really put two and two together that we weren't going to get them tonight, so I just wanted to make it very clear as to what's going on. So what I have done is I'm going to include the review roundup from Broadway World from the BAM production back in February, since that is essentially what it looks like, at least for now, everybody is going to go with. If you are unfamiliar with this show, it was a late addition to the season because Room, the play with music that was going to star Adrian Warren of the James Earl Jones Theater, had to cancel its run during rehearsals. So this show, just previously playing in Brooklyn, swooped in and took the spot and is now currently scheduled to run through July 2nd. This was the last original play by Lorraine Hansberry to make it to Broadway. The show came to Broadway in October of 1964 and closed on January 10th of 1965. Lorraine Hansberry passed away two days later on January 12th. It is directed by Anne Kaufman and has an incredibly starry cast, at least in the central couple. Rachel Brosnahan plays Iris Brewstein and Oscar Isaac, who is somehow making his Broadway debut despite the fact that he is a New York theater regular. Uh, he is playing the title character, Sidney Brewstein. Also in the company is Gus Burney, Julian De Niro, Glenn Fitzgerald, Andy Gratelution, Miriam Silverman, and Raphael Nash Thompson. So I'm sorry that we don't have a regular review recap episode, but you can read all of the reviews from the previous production at BAM, which at this point opened exactly two months ago today. All right, if you were listening to this on Patreon, sorry this was a short episode. Have a wonderful Thursday night or Friday when you're hearing this. If you are listening in the regular feed, I will now send you over to the rest of Today on Broadway.
1: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, April 28th, 2023. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki.
2: And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves.
1: We're rounding out a very exciting kind of pre Tonys week. We've got a ton of nominations that are happening.
2: We We got to the Tony eligibility cutoff date. We are on the other side on Thursday night. The last show opened as part of that eligibility period. (laughs) Yes.
1: I'm so happy. The sign in Sydney Burstein's window claps to
2: y'all. Yeah. Coming in hot. Yeah, we're recording before they open, like, like an hour maybe. I think that I'm assuming they open at seven. Um. So Matt will be in the feed with the review roundup, the last review roundup of the twenty twenty two twenty twenty three season. Isn't that wild?
1: It's wild, and also as we were probably recording yesterday, um, was New York yeah. New York's opening, and you could hear Matt's uh, review out. Yeah, no, no, that's a different show. That's a <laughs> <know>. different show.
2: <laughs> but I'll say uh, it every time. Oh. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> sad um and on that note we've got a lot to go through so uh the drama desk award full list of nominees got dropped today with shucked leading in nominations yeah like 12 quite a few um i'll just run through some of the top lining so for outstanding play you've got fat ham leopold Stott, love prima facie wish you were here and a case for the existence of god um, there's a lot in here that I'm excited by. Yeah. Obviously, definitely. like Prima this week, um, Senna's two C's when she were here was also incredibly like well received, fat ham mm-hmm. as Ham
2: <laughs> Saw it again on Wednesday night, finally on Broadway, and it is just as good as it was off Broadway, if not better. I love That's that right. show. Ooh, yeah. Marcel Spears. Wow yeah yeah, a star a
1: performance a star um for outstanding musical you got *Anne* *Juliet*, between the lines fuck seventh grade shucked some like it hot and white girl in danger that category had a lot of people talking today oh yeah really crazy exciting um for outstanding revival of a play *Endgame*, game piano lesson ohio state murders wedding band death of a salesman and a raisin of the sun uh revival of the musical man of no importance merrily into the Woods, Parade, and Sweeney Todd.
2: Lots of time uh, in there. i love to see that. Lots Geota of time in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, outstanding lead performance in a play. You had quite a few nominees. Again, you can go to our show notes. Same for the outstanding lead performance in a musical. I do want to call out Andrew Durand, who had not so far really had a lot of nomination praise for Shucked, uh, got in for this category. So that yeah. was cool to see. Outstanding featured performance in a play. You've got Emily Burgle for Goodnight Oscar, Danielle Brooks for The Piano Lesson, quite a few piano lessons, Ray Fisher, a um, couple people from Downstate. You've got a doll's house, Arian Moyad, who, again, I I am biased to say that I really love this person's performance and everything they do, but mm-hmm. I do want to call out, Ashley and I are doing the show today, so we have to say it together, Kara Young
2: and yes, Cost please. of Living. Always, <laughs> always, always notorious and I, I think she's got two nominations maybe here yeah. in, in different categories as well as um 12th night for classical theater of harlem outstanding lead performance mm-hmm. in a play love to see that I may mean, she have many more nominations across many other award seasons
1: here's here's to me the most fascinating performance category mm, yeah outstanding featured performance in a musical which i would again like to say that should be a tony nominatable (laughs) i think it should Mm -hmm. be a tony category um because i think outstanding performance of the season is what i would like to see happen because it's not gendered it could go to someone who's doing a revival or no that's being that's replacing somebody i.e leah michelle someone who does not want to fit in the binary like I think that it could go to just an amazing performance of the season. Let's say that someone had just like, you know, gave an incredible dance performance that doesn't get featured in a song or it doesn't, you know, they don't have like a ton of lines that could still be eligible. So I just want to call out this is a great category.
2: Totally. It opens borders and boundaries that we've set for, you know some reasons, but not necessarily reasons that fit the timeline anymore. Um, Like you said, opens it up for dance, opens it up for replacements, opens it up for understudies, for that matter. I mean, the world's your oyster there. Obviously, we keep talking about getting rid of gendered categories all season long, because there's been a lot of conversation about it, especially with all these non-binary performers this year, between J. Harrison G and Alex Newell and so many other talented people, and it's just like it's uh, i'll say it again there's obviously hurdles to get over but it's not that hard it's not that complicated change it and fix it as you go
1: Fully agree. but in that performance featured performance category i do want to call out a lot of these nominees you've got alex newell you've got daniel radcliffe pippa sue mara winningham uh for man of no importance good for her again julia lester tara jones Incredible. Mark Jacoby for A Beautiful Noise, Robin Herter for A Beautiful Noise, Kevin DeLagula for Some Like It Hot, and Kevin Cahoon for Shucked. I have been saying, and this is again, like, this is not me like endorsing the show and whatnot, but Kevin DeLagula's performance in Some Like It Hot is great. It is astounding. Yeah, yeah, no question about that. Their, like, book scene between their character and uh, Jay's character is so such the heart of the show for me or just a heart totally. of their story totally. and it's so well done and i don't often get to see like nuanced conversation of multiracialness portrayed on stage mm-hmm. and i really appreciated that and i don't know if that was you know amber ruffin's you know contribute contribution to the book or what but I, there was that moment where i went i don't get to see that often actually yeah, so i'm absolutely. really pleased to see kevin uh being honored with this nomination in this way here Again we've got outstanding direction of a musical, choreography, uh direction of a play, lots of great music. You got Brandy Clark, Shane McNally, uh, for Shucked Michael R. Jackson For White Girl in Danger Tom Kitt And Anne-Marie Milasso For Almost Famous Almost Famous Snuck in there Didn't see that coming Did y'all yeah. um, Good to see that For them <laughs> Yeah Glad for them The Kilbains, Who we got to talk to For Waitlist At WP Theater If you want to go back We did uh, get to interview them For the show That was really exciting And Alyssa Samsel And Kate Anderson For Between the Lines Again, lots nice. of lots of great categories here for a lot of shows that some of us have had seasons pass since then. You know, these were like fall shows and some were like Soho oh, Rep yeah. and Natco and um the National Theater brought over at St. Andrew's Warehouse, Weathering Heights. That's being honored here too. But otherwise, you've got a pretty hefty you've got ain't no mo in here.
2: Of course. Amelia Sosa That's was nominated.
1: But but it's but it's interesting because that show in particular you've got outstanding costume design of a play nomination, and you've got one other more technical award. So there's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of uh, distribution amongst these shows. Yeah, Mia and M. Neal for A Nomo for outstanding wig and hair for that show. So, oh, and then outstanding solo performance. Of course, I'm going to have to talk about this. Jody Necessary, Comer for Prima Facie*. Uh, David Greenspan for Saints and Three Acts. Jessica Hendy for Walking with Bubbles. Go see that. I'm pretty sure it's still running right now in this moment. So I make so, sure yeah. that you go check that out. Anthony Rapp for Without You and Tracy Thorne for Jack Was Kind at Irish Rep.
2: Nice, very nice.
1: You know. Was there anything uh, on
2: here that you wanted to see or? Oh, God. Too many. And also I've seen, a, I would say three fourths of these, maybe. But of course, there's always things that you miss. Um, just the weight of how many things are in the schedule both off broadway and broadway right now i will say i think this is a really well-rounded list i know it's i've got a few friends on the nomination team and it's i understand how challenging kind of putting these things together and we've already spoken to the uh how delighted we are to see gendered categories go and have these categories like solo performance and theatrical experience and even like puppetry amazing things that we need to see in the grander scheme of award shows at the tonys to have all these performers honored but yeah i think it's i think it's a really all-encompassing kind of list and uh a season that everyone should be proud of really
1: yeah absolutely also Uh, being recognized this year uh, is Stephen McKinley Henderson. We have a great interview um, for Broadway radio with him as well. And we're such big fans of his on the show, but just want to acknowledge that he will be honored, which is fantastic. Speaking of honorees, director choreographer, Jerry Mitchell will receive the 2023 Isabel Stevenson Tony award for his work on behalf of Broadway cares, equity fights AIDS. As we all know, he has contributed so much to Broadway of Bears.
2: <laughs> yes, and also Broadway yeah. Bears. Totally. He,
1: he organized the very first one in 1992 and raised yeah. $8,000. And for the time, like, hello, the annual yeah. event now is so massive. I mean, uh, th- last year's 30th anniversary was $1.9 million in funds mm-hmm. raised. So mm-hmm. you're looking at someone who's really contributed to, um, Just the entire landscape of how we perform and raise money for these charitable causes that are so near and dear to our community, but also someone who's a part of the community consistently.
2: I, you know, thinking about everything that Jerry Mitchell has done across the board, both with Broadway Cares and other work within the community, I just, I can't imagine someone more deserving of this award. It's really great to see.
1: Yeah. Um, Moving on into some more Broadway news. So if you've heard me ad nauseum on the show about prima facie. Well, good news is they are extending at the golden theater. (laughs) (laughs) They're extending by two weeks. July 2nd is when they will uh, officially close. Um, They were scheduled only for 10 weeks and now they're extending to 12. It opened on April 23rd. The reviews are incredible. There is a rush Mm -hmm. ticket um, policy for $45 a seat. If the price is, is too high for you right now, don't worry. It's for good reason. She's incredible. Susie Miller's work is great. Absolutely. Um, is. But yeah, so uh, make sure that you, if you weren't already planning on it, now you have two more weeks to see it.
2: Congratulations and be prepared because good Lord.
1: Yeah, definitely read the um, trigger warnings, really. Yeah, definitely. I recommend going to the site to read those trigger warnings. Um, I appreciate that they even exist. A lot of shows that I go see, yes. um, sometimes they don't even include them and and that's really challenging. So uh, mm-hmm. make sure that you check that out before you uh, make your plans to see the show. So Second Stage Theater has announced that the Thanksgiving play, directed by Rachel Chefkin, written by Larissa Fasthorse, is now extending one week and now will run through Sunday, June 11th. So they opened recently at the Hayes Theater. What's interesting is, June 11th? Are you guys familiar? It, that's the Tony Awards. I've, I've heard of
2: it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of them.
1: So my question is... Are they doing a show on the day of the Tony Awards, if so? I would assume right. so. That's their last show? That's exciting.
2: Yeah, I would assume a, what, 3 or 2 p.m. matinee, and then everyone schleps all the way uptown to the new home of the Tonys. Uh, at least they i was gonna say they might have a little less time than other people i don't actually know the schedule this year as far as who's performing day of and not but god bless anyone who is and then has to go all the way uptown welcome
1: yeah it's it's seriously I, i'm i'm very excited that they've extended it i love when I shows love and plays yeah. get to extend anyway so
2: yeah and it's um, a it's a great play too um if you can get to see it i absolutely had a blast
1: Some more Broadway news. Sweeney Todd is going to release a cast album. Super exciting. I saw all the photos coming out from the show uh, (laughs) today with the cast posting. um, They're kind of like behind the scenes, like recording studio shots um, over at Power Station, which is the place. So really, really excited to see them release this here and along in in conjunction with Warner Music
2: Group. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. I want the date. Uh, I want to know when it's coming. I can't wait to hear it because I think the sound design of it is so, so good. And I hope the album does it justice and getting to hear the orchestrations again and preser- preserve the orchestrations again. Exciting for me. Also, we don't have it in the show, but the company social media channels are teasing something about, uh, my guess is touring cast coming soon, but it could, it could be anything. And, I want to know what that news is right now.
1: Definitely. They have to be, and I don't have any insider information, but yeah. they definitely have to be announcing their Bobby and they definitely have to Bobby. announce their tour
2: cast. Yeah. I, that, that is my expectation. And regardless, I will be finding the closest tour stop and making it there. Cause I want to see that show again. want to see that show again. I'd like to listen to that show again. If anyone actually wants to make a cast recording, but yeah, at least I'll have Sweeney.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we tried. Um, We tried. So here's some more additional casting news for the New York City Center, Light in the Piazza. We've been talking about this June 21st through the 25th. We knew that Ruthie Ann Miles was going to be doing it. We weren't sure who the rest of the cast is. Well, we've got news for you. Shireen Ahmed as Franca. So cool. Andrea Burns is involved. Rod Cypress. James D. Gish. Ivan Hernandez, Anna Zavelson. I hope I'm saying that right. I know I'm not. Um, She was a uh, finalist for the Jimmy Awards last year. So if you're a Jimmy Awards Mm -hmm. fan,
2: see some familiar
1: faces. We all are. So, yeah, it's nice that we have some more casting news for this. Um, Shereen Ahmed is fantastic. Uh, I believe she was leading the uh, My Fair Lady tour. For a while, um Andrea burns, I feel like I saw her literally last night at the New York New York Premiere. <laughs> so. Oh
2: good, so yeah, literally,
1: but yeah, this is a good group of people, no,
2: extremely so I, don't I... Know if you have strong
1: feelings, you don't have strong feelings about it.
2: I will probably absolutely go and see it, um, but I don't currently have a ticket, so <laughs> we shall see It's a great cast, though I mean, anything Ruthie wants to do for one, I will try and be there, so I'm hoping. It's another one to add to my list.
1: Same. So all of us are always gathered around the computer when the Muni drops the cast list. Like yes. all of us at yes, this yes, point yes, yes. are absolutely ecstatic about every single Muni drop. Well, they've announced today their cast for Disney's Beauty and the Beast, scheduled to play at the Muni June 22nd through the 30th. Oh, so, if it's good. Yeah, it's really good. So you've got Ben Crawford as the Beast, Clyborn Elder as Gaston, Anne Harada as Miss Potts, Kelvin Moonlow. As Lumiere, Eric Jordan Young, as Cogsworth, Holly Ann Butler, as Babette, Tommy Bracco, my boy, as LeFou, (laughs) Harrison White, as Maurice, Debbie Lennon, as Madame de la Grand Bouche, and Michael Hoban, as Chip. This is a Ashley Blanchett. Ashley Blanchett as Belle, number one, yes. Ben Crawford as the Beast, after having not gotten to play the last Phantom. Good for him.
2: Yeah, right. Get in it.
1: Get in there. I'm such a fan. I'm um, speaking of more out of town shows that you're going to have to see cuz this is hysterical. Okay. I literally was at one of this one of the cast members houses today to film a different thing and today is when it dropped that he was going to be leading Rent at Paper Mill Playhouse and I was like,
2: "Oh my
1: god." Yeah, so this is really really exciting. So Matt Roden, who if you don't know him, you know him and you love him is going to be starring as Roger in Rent at Paper Mill. This is such a great cast. Jordan Barrow will play Benjamin Coffin III or Benny. Um, Leanna Ray Concepcion, uh, will star as Joanne, first Asian American Joanne. I want to add. Oh, um, Terrence Johnson as Tom. Olivia Lux as Angel DuMont-Chunard. Mackenzie Meadows (laughs) as Maureen Johnson. Elisa Melendez as Mimi Marquez. Zach Noah Peiser as Mark Cohen. This is... I'm not joking. This is such a (laughs) sticky, sweet, delicious cast.
2: It's damn good. What a good day for casting. And I'm so glad we live so close to Paper Mill that this trip is incredibly feasible.
1: It is. And I've never been to Paper Mill. And I uh, want this to be
2: the trip. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you need to go to Paper Mill at any given time. But this this is it. This is the, the one. The is run She's June the one. 7th
1: through July 2nd. And again, Olivia Lux is from RuPaul's Drag Race, also just yes, a indeed. drag superstar. Mm-hmm. But this is a gorgeous cast, y'all.
2: Totally. Completely.
1: Multifaceted. We love to see it. So James T. Lane will bring his autobiographical solo show, Triple Threat, to Theater Row. Uh, this is going to be set during June, so June 17th uh, through July 30th, directed by Kenny Ingram. Uh, this is just an exciting like solo show. I'm a big fan of them, so please check that out if you're able. Full casting has been revealed for the off-Broadway production of I'm Gonna Marry You, Toby Maguire. <laughs> um, this will play <laughs> the Cell Theater July eighth through July twenty-ninth. Um name. this is a really fun show. So I mean literally the title in and of itself is so fantastic. You've got It reminds cast- me,
2: it should be in sorry, it should be in rep with all the Natalie Portmans. They just feel like they fit well.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. Like I would I would love to see all of these shows kind of like live with amongst each other. We need to find some yeah. more. Listeners, if you have more um, titles similar to this, like uh, Being John Malkovich, etc., like, let us know. (laughs) Hit hit us with them. Tessa Albertson will lead the cast as Shelby, um, along with Janae Robinson and Brian Fediment. So if you um, are in the neighborhood, check that out. I'm going to marry you, Toby Maguire. Rip. (laughs) Rip? (laughs) I don't know. It's like one of those, like, go-to phrases I have, which doesn't even make sense
2: anymore. Yeah, that's fine. He's still living. He's still kicking. Cut it out. And he's going to marry you.
1: Yes. Speaking of people that should marry me after their performance and the English patient, um, Ray Fines is uh, going to be starring in a new production of Shakespeare's Beth. It will tour the UK. Uh, this is insane. Indira Varma will also star Olivier award winner. Um and then they will make a make a little trip over the pond to Washington DC. So they will they're set to begin in Liverpool beginning November 24th. Will play till December 16th and then following that they'll go to Edinburgh um for January and then to London. February 11th through March 23rd, and then <laughs> Washington, D.C. at Shakespeare Theatre Company, April 2nd through the 28th. So some very sad news in the community today. Um, just just on the hinges of me literally looking the incredible producer behind this show into the heart and mm-hmm. saying, thank you for what the you're doing for the should. queer community. Well, no, what I said is thank you for what you're doing for the queer community between this and Anne Juliet with Titanic. Yes. Yeah. Um, of course. Because I, I meant that with my whole being. Marla Mandel and Constantine Rizzuli are set to depart Titanic on Ugh. June 4th. Listen, it's set to run through September 10th of this year at the Daryl Roth Theater. Yeah. New cast members will be announced soon, but Marla and Constantine
2: are. Iconic. The heart of the ocean. Icon- <laughs> Iconic. There you go. There it is. Absolutely. Iconic. Iconique. It, they that really That means we are. have to go again. Yeah. But to see them again and to see their replacements, it's perfect. I actually didn't get to see when I saw Titan- Titanic Constantine. I saw Blue Allen in the role of Jack Dawson. So I have to go back to see Constantine. Yeah, um yeah. Marla, I will see over and over and over again in any setting. Mm-hmm. Love, perfect.
1: Love rip. their work. Damn it. Rip, rip. Titanic, <laughs> oh. how dare you? I get it. I, know. I get it. But damn it,
2: breaking my heart. Our hearts may or may not go. May on. May or not go on. Yeah.
1: Finally, and some feel good. And uh, you know, what they're just recommendations. Here we are. You can watch Big Noise from oh, when, it, when, it, when
2: it. We don't care if you feel good about
1: Their recommendations. Um, you can watch a a performance from Dancing on Playable that we've linked here. Pretty great. Um, we've got highlights from Carol Burnett's "90 Years of Ugh. After in Love yes, and Love" with Darren Criss and Sutton Foster. They did a tribute duet. It's fantastic. Jane Lynch performs "Little Girls." Kristen Chenoweth and Bernadette Peters perform "Only an Octave Apart." Only I mean, these the an hits. octave
2: apart. Originally, Beverly Sills and Carol Burnett doing it at the Met in 1975 for their special Sills and Burnett at the Met, and that gets never performed. It was so exciting to see from those two. Yeah.
1: It's 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 great. These are all great, Rex. Um, we love you, Carol Burnett. I, famously, the Always. first time I ever used Today ticks was to buy a ticket to see her in Love Letters, which was a <gasps> play that I did.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, like many, many years ago, and I never thought it would be on Broadway. And it was, I said, I don't know in my life if I'll ever see... Carol Burnett Carol on Burnett, Broadway.
2: Again, 100% my same uh, reasoning and theory for buying orchestra seats when I absolutely could not afford orchestra seats.
0: Yeah,
1: same. Ah, oh, and on that note, thank you all so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on all forms of social media for right now at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Instagram at No, this is Ashley.
1: Thank you all so much. Have a great weekend. You got more shows coming. Get ready for next week. We'll oh boy. Later.